When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome back to After Reality. It's Courtney Robertson here. Hope everybody's doing amazing. I have a little bit of a cold, so sorry my voice might be a little crapped out, but have a great episode for you today. I have two of my favorite Bachelor Nation podcast hosts coming on. I put them in the hot seat. We get our buns nice and toasty. I share a story about the time Amanda Bynes kissed me and a story I don't think I've really talked about much about a Bachelor Nation contestant sliding into my DMs. And we talk about worst dates. It's all in there. So Also, we did a hall pass. Which bachelor would your hall pass be? So it's a fun conversation. I hope you enjoy. But before we get to our guests, I just had to say this episode this week of Joey's season was so good. I'm really impressed by Joey. I think he's the best bachelor we've had in a very long time. The cast is incredible. They had the wedding uh, ceremony date and the girl who (laughs) flew across the table, and they played it back in slow motion. I just laughed my ass off at that. And then the one-on-one date with Daisy was so good. I think she's obviously a fan favorite. I liked how she slowly shared her story about the cochlear implant. She started a nonprofit called hearyourheart.org. I definitely want to go support her. I mean, I think she's going to make it to the end. I don't know about you. I love Maria. I do. I actually really like Maria. It looks like she's trending towards the villain, maybe. Um, But she's just sassy. If you were watching the group date with the the wedding dresses, she really is playing the game right. She was, you could see it, little things that she does, like she's going around the table and she grabs his cheek. She's constantly flirting with him. Amazing gameplay. And then she slips into something a little bit more comfortable And it's just like so nonchalant about it. Like, oh, yeah, I changed. I couldn't breathe in that dress. And you could just tell the girls that just it was like who dropped a turd in the punch bowl. I loved her red dress. She's got a very beautiful figure. And at one point she said with Medina says she's like, oh, I, you know, I'm older. I'm running out of time. She's 31. I was 28. I was one of the oldest girls on my season. And I didn't thought it was like no harm, no foul, but. You know, they're looking for something to jump on Maria about. And uh, she said at one point, nip it in the bud. I'm going to nip this in the bud. I always thought I was nip it in the butt. All these years I've been saying it wrong. But yeah, I think she's going to be a fun one to watch. I hope she sticks around for a while. And then Lauren self-eliminated the uh, older sister and threw her cake. I'm going to have Alana Noel on, the former Bachelor producer. We're going to do a full recap I can't wait to pick her brain and see see get her take on things because, you know, she wasn't a contestant, but she's going to have some fun insight. And what else is going on? What are the goings-ons? Um, man, I've just been feeling not so hot lately, and I'm so big. And, you know, I love shopping at Trader Joe's, and I just was, like, not feeling 100% the other day. And the thing I love about Trader Joe's is they have – 
you know, no self-checkout. And like, apparently that's like a thing that they're never going to do that because they like the human connection. And they always ask like, what are your plans for the weekend? And very chitty chatty. And the guy, I could tell, he just, he said, how you doing? I said, I'm okay. And he didn't, he didn't pry, he didn't press, he didn't ask me any more questions. And then when I was about to leave, he said, I hope your day gets better. And I, then I felt bad. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just so pregnant and so tired. And then we ended up talking for a little bit. But, and then I also want to thank all you mamas. I did a poll this weekend about should I get bunk beds? Part of the reason I haven't been feeling so well is Joaquin's been coming into our room every night and he snores very loudly. He's got large tonsils, but sleep is so important for me. And uh, I'm trying to get him a big boy bed and he just wants bunk beds so badly. So I went over to living spaces and I walked in and a lady said to me, are you having twins? People say the darndest things. People have been coming up to me like, wow, you're getting so big. And these are things you should not say to pregnant women, just so you know. Anywho, let's get to our guests. I hope you enjoy this episode with the hosts of She's All Batch. I am so thrilled to have today's guests on. We have got Stephanie Parker and Jackie Maroney from She's All Batch. It's one of my favorite podcasts. I'm a massive fan, and we are going to... We're going to put each other in the hot seats. Our little ass cheeks are going to singe a little bit. Hey, girls. (laughs) Thanks for hopping on with me. You guys are on the East Coast. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for having us on. We are so pumped. And we just had you on our podcast and everyone so was so excited about your interview. It was so juicy. So thank you for coming on ours as well. Yeah. Yeah, We got such good feedback. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. You know what? I... I love coming on your podcast. I just, the thing I love so much about She's All Batch, it's my favorite recap. You guys have mastered the art of recapping. You have such good guests on and you're very ballsy. You're like (laughs) no filter. And it does feel like I'm just hanging out with like two girlfriends every week. And so I listen religiously. I'm wearing my She's All Batch sweatshirt. You know, you're so sweet and it looks so good on you. (laughs) Thank you. It's just, I'm like, I'm like an Oompa Loompa right now. I just, am like living in sweatpants and I have worn this for like two days. So (laughs) good. Oh, I love it. So I just, today I, you know, there's so much going on in the nation. There's the Clayton just went on Nick Vile's podcast, which I want to talk to you about the Golden Bachelor wedding. Gosh, but you guys cover it extensively and you do it so well. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, like, where do we even start? I'm going to put you guys in the hot seat. I want to talk about your bachelor encounters. So you guys share the best bachelor encounters. I want to talk about that. We're going to cover it all. I'm so pumped. I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's creep. Let's (laughs) creep. Well, Jackie, why don't you? you... Me, 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 me. (laughs) All right, guys. Let's creep. Wow. And for those of you who are who don't listen to our podcast, who don't know, that's how we start <laughs> off every segment where we kind of talk about Bachelor news, but we like to do it from like a creep angle. So we like to really get in the nitty gritty, like who liked a comment of something yeah. that kind of adds a little color to the story. Yeah, the creep so segment like literally originally. Detectives. Right. I mean, Why literally, isn't the FBI hiring us? I know. <laughs> I don't know. Creep was always supposed to be like not necessarily mainstream news. Like we didn't want to just cover like, oh, these are the headlines, Um, which I think like, didn't like clickbait do that. They like literally just like went through whatever the headlines were. Yeah. Yes. Clickbait? R.I.P. Yeah. Um, uh, but Creep like was always- That's like a lost channel. That, that yeah. Guys, word. You should take that over. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Call well, ABC. Let them know. Sure. <laughs> we're, we're available. <laughs> yeah. But Creep is all, was always supposed to be like, who unfollowed who, what's like the backstory of something. So like, yeah, maybe the news you're hearing, but like a little bit more behind the scenes stuff. And Bachelor Encounters are real life submissions from people that meet Bachelor Nation in the wild. And we read about those stories on air and it's a good time. (laughs) Oh, it's such a good time. I love them because I'm like, God, has anybody ever like, have I ever had like an off day and like somebody sent something over like Courtney's a total B-I-T-C-H or they haven't. No one said that. So you're good. (laughs) That's why she listens every week to make sure that there's never a story about her. I'm like, there's got to be so many submissions that you've had that you're like, wow, we can't post this there have been a few for sure it's not too bad like it's they're usually harmless but sometimes if there have been ones that like kind of toe the line I I've learned that like 
by us sharing it, we're then putting our name on the story. And I would rather, like, if you have a salacious story that could potentially harm someone, you share it. Right. I can then maybe talk about your story after the fact, it, but like you own that story. Like, I don't want to be the one to share your shady news. So I would say like our bachelor encounters are fun and lighthearted, but like, you know, some have been like, it's, we've had ones that like, oh, I went on a Tinder date with Jeff Holmes and he was like really like a dick to me. Like we've had one of those, <gasps> like we definitely have dating stories, but like, you know, we don't want to. Yeah. I think there's a line with like, like. I'm obviously not going to share this because we chose not to share it on the podcast, but like when there's something that's so unverifiable, but I feel like it would maybe be harmful to the person, obviously like we're not going to share that versus like something like, oh, Matt James was at the airport and he was eating Skittles. It's oh. like, okay, that's clearly just like fun, lighthearted, fun to like poke jokes at. Like we have a, like a running joke that like Matt James is always eating snacks. He seems to be like the hungriest man well, in America. Um, so but. the encounter was that someone passed like him and Rachel in the airport and they were running at like, I guess for their flight. And then Matt apparently said to Rachel, like, do you have my Skittles? Do you have my snack? And Rachel just like keeps running, but that's <laughs> the person just passed them. So that person sent that story in and like, yeah. we then of course, like take it to a whole new level, like dissecting, you know, what they were really doing in the airport, but it's so funny. It's so, but that is so funny. And it, I love Tyler Cameron. Um, and I love that you're like, I was, you had one that was like, somebody was in an elevator with him. And you guys always talk about like, what is Tyler Cameron smell like? I know. I, I want to know. So I want to know. You guys Everyone have been wants like to know. <laughs> Bachelor fans forever. And Stephanie, when did you start watching the show? Do you remember the first season that you started with? Yeah, I feel like my answer changes. It's like Jake Pavelka, but also Ashley A. Bear. I would, I feel like I remember tuning into Jake Pavelka, but like probably didn't watch that religiously until after I became a fan. And then I went back and watched it. So I think that may be the earliest season. Or I, I, I'm thinking about the timeline. I have watched Brad Womack's second season too, but I watched things out of order. I think Ashley A. Bear's season was the season that, um, got me into being a religious fan. And then after Ashley's was Ben's. And that's when I learned about Courtney Roberts. Getting back to encounters. I want to hear your guys's encounters. I might have a couple to share. Gosh, yes. there's so much. When I talk to you guys, like so much comes flooding in to me. <laughs> like, so you started, you were talking about how you started watching with Jake Pavelka and Ben season. You did a great episode with Ben Flanick, by the way. Oh, I love it. It was one of my favorite. I don't favorite. know how you got him because he's just, he's a funny one. Like he sometimes he does stuff, uh, and then like now he's married and he's completely like off the grid. <laughs> yeah, we may have gotten his final interview. To be honest, I think you did. I mean, did you guys have you reached out to him to try to get him back on to talk about the wedding? No, no. I mean, I think for us, like our interest really is like his experience on the show. I feel like honestly, the interview was so juicy. Like. I, I really liked Ben and I wouldn't be opposed to having him back, but like, you know, you kind of, I'm, yeah, sometimes I'm it's okay. Like, <laughs> sometimes it's like all she wrote and you guys had JP on, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've uh, had everyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's so impressive. I am so proud of you guys to like oh, pull this you. off and like, you guys just must be sliding in the DM. So what goes down in your DMs? Who let's talk about this. So you guys just launched um, the sound off in the comments, which I loved it's a little bit broader than just bachelor you you guys tell me a little bit about the sound off in the comments and how you came up with this incredible idea oh yeah well it's always been like a running joke with our listeners like we'll be like yeah like like using just like influencer lingo like swipe up sound off in the comments below blah 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 and then our listeners would start messaging us being like where are these comments what are you guys talking about we're like no we're not talking about actual cop there's no comments below really yeah like, we just mean just tell let us. us know let us know D like dm us sound off and so that just kind of became a running joke with our listeners and then um i guess it was like at the end of last year stephanie and i were just kind of brainstorming ways to like expand past just the bachelor like we both have always had strong interests in just reality tv as a whole but then also just like general pop culture like I come from a pretty big entertainment background so I love talking about just like movies tv honestly anything our first sound off episode kind of gets into like dragons and like the mythology of that and like dinosaurs <laughs> and so like it can go in whatever direction we kind of want it to go in for the episode and that's what I kind of love about it so just kind of to expand in a different 
audience to show people like a different side of us and like a different color of our personalities. Um, so it was definitely a big test, but I'm excited because we just launched it today and people are already like really positively responding to it. So I'm really excited to just kind of like expand the She's All Batch community so that people kind of get to know us a little bit more. Yeah. The goal was to also reach like people that maybe aren't Bachelor fans yeah. because right now we can only really reach people that care about the show and the people on it. But we do have an interest in entertainment news in general and just like pop culture in general. So what's cool about Sound Off in the comments below is that you can literally sound off in the comments below mm -hmm. by like submitting a question and we may cover your topic. Like so we just recorded an episode the other day and it was um we were going into like whatever happened to the Lizzie McGuire reboot like what happened with Hillary Duff there like we kind of were like digging into that or um Gypsy Rose on Nick Vial's podcast someone wrote us and asked if Nick Vial asked you to come under his podcast platform Envy Media would you sell she's all batch and we're like was this Nick who submitted this question like why who asked that but we go oh. into like all questions and like it's cool because then if you mm -hmm. submit a question and then we answer it, you tune in and it's just a fun Yeah, time. it's interactive too. So that's yes. like what's I, fun because we post I little question that. box so people can submit. Yeah. I want to submit a question. Like I, I'm Go like so it. fascinated about like Amanda Bynes. I have a friend who's like <gasps> love the Amanda Bynes of it all. I can't find her on Instagram. Like I've been like, you know, she just announced she She's was doing TikTok. a podcast. Oh, okay. But I don't, I am like TikTok is like Swahili to me. I'm like, I speak English. I don't know Swahili, <laughs> but so I'm learning. Anyway, so I want to try to get her on, but I would love to ask, submit some questions to you guys. Yeah. Yes. Um, I would love to get her on the podcast, but I'm also kind of scared. I'm like, what are we going to talk about? I met her. Uh, well, talk about celebrity Main encounters. Oh, oh, yeah. Encounters. Tell us. One. She kissed me. Um, she What? <laughs> on the lips? Like on makeup? Or it just a casual accidental kiss? kiss. So uh, when I was okay. dating Jesse Metcalf, I went to a lot of like celebrity events. Mm. And I, she was, this was like in her prime and, um, he introduced me to her and she went to hug me and she was like, uh, 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 little dance. And then she kissed me on the face and she's like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I just kissed you. Oh my God. That's such a great encounter. <laughs> you should use that good. to promote this episode. Oh, yeah, I'm going to tell this story about the time Amanda kissed me. Oh, I have so many celebrity en encounters. And then I'm like, maybe I should do a segment called like Hollywood nights, but Ooh. Um, I think that would be a great segment. You should do that. I think we're always idea. brainstorming. Yeah. I know. I love you guys. Thank you so much for helping me when I did my rebrand. You gave me some really great suggestions. I wish I had the names pulled up that you were like, I mean, you're marketing geniuses, seriously. So Stephanie is for oh, sure. I'm like, yeah, that. <laughs> all the promos and stuff, all Stephanie. Thank we, you. We have different strengths, but the marketing is a lot of Stephanie. So are you guys just like besties? How did this, can we do a little backstory on how you started and when you started She's All Batch and how you guys met? Because you guys, I mean, do you ever argue? You guys just seem like best friends. <laughs> you guys really have a good banter. We do have really good chemistry. We've only mm -hmm. became friends though because of the podcast. So everyone thinks yeah. we're like childhood best friends. Yeah. And obviously we're friends now because we have a podcast, but before the podcast, like Jackie came over my house for the first time. And I remember I've said this before, but I'm like, do I like hug her? Like I literally never met her. Like we've only <laughs> talked over like online and on the phone. Mm -hmm. So yeah. she came but to my house. We've always had very good chemistry, which I think was something I always noted, even from the first time we recorded together on my like old podcast. Well, yeah. So explain what that, what happened. Okay. There. Yeah. So, so how me and Stephanie met, I had, um, I had had a chat show with like my old job at Pluto TV and then, which was about the bachelor. And then that kind of got changed around a lot because Pluto TV was acquired by Viacom. And then, so then I did my own podcast with a different company called bachelor blab. And I had reached out to Stephanie because Stephanie had built the she's all batch Instagram account to what it was. And it was like pretty significant, like within the nation. And so I reached out to her just to come on hair as a guest. Yeah. Hair flip as a guest on my podcast, just to recap an episode with me. Um, and I remember even just from that one episode, we definitely had really good chemistry and like, we definitely have a very similar sense of humor, like the, just like sarcastic, a little snarky, like willing to go there type sense of humor. And then we literally never spoke again for like years until Stephanie reached out to me. Cause she had wanted to start a podcast with the platform she had built. She's all batch. Yeah. So I then like, I got, I got into TikTok. 
on, and I had a She's All Batch, well, I still do have She's All Batch on TikTok. And I was making videos where I was talking to TikTok and, and sharing bachelor tea, just like random things that either I heard on podcasts or anything really. And um, they were doing really well. And I was like, I feel like I could talk about this and have people listen. And that kind of is what made me feel like I wanted to try a podcast. But like, literally from like, I was, I didn't know. I was like, do I record a podcast on, on like notes app? Like, I was like, I don't know. Do I do it on my iPhone? I knew nothing. So I messaged Jackie and um, said like, will you take, can I, can we hop on a call? I wanted to just pick your brain. Basically I asked her, am I wasting my time? Like, I was like, am I going to do all this, spend all this money on equipment and then like give up in a week? I wanted someone that like has been through it to tell me. And then we ended up talking for like 45 minutes on the phone. And I was telling her like my vision. And she was like, I feel like you actually came up with bachelor encounters. I was like, we were, I said, I wanted to somehow have the audience be interactive. Cause I thought that would mm. help grow the show. And then we came up with bachelor. We were talking about like how that we could do that. Um, and by the end of the call, I, I remember I was like, so do you want to like do it with me? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot. Like you can go think about it if you want. I was so like nervous that she was going to be like, dude, this girl like asked me for my <laughs> advice and then corners me into a podcast. But um, that then the rest is history. We launched like, I don't know, a month later. Yeah. Yeah. You hit me just at the right time though, because I was kind of in a space where I was like, my podcast was recapping the show and I was getting like a little frustrated with it, feeling like it was getting a little stale. And I quite frankly, didn't have a lot of like the marketing expertise or the platform to really like push it out there, even though I knew I was making good content. So the fact that like Stephanie approached me with a platform, like we kind of like filled in each other's gaps so perfectly to like have a really successful podcast, which has been so fun. Oh, um, so, so yeah, great. it went down in the history books and the rest was history. You've really built an incredible brand for yourself and you've got to love it, right? It's like, it's got to be like, your husband's got to be so proud of you, Stephanie, as how does he, I would love to hear how you guys met because I listened to your podcast religiously and I would love, I know Jackie, you're single. I would love mm -hmm. to share each other's worst dating stories. I mean, <laughs> oh my, I have good, bad. I feel like I always reference like the ex-boyfriend. There's multiple ones that I'm referring to when I say that. But I always think I'm like, are people going to like, will this like get back to my, will my ex-boyfriend think it's about him? Because I'm <laughs> I'm referencing multiple people when I say yes. that. Um, but yeah. I would love to, you know, because I would love to know more personally about you guys and you're yeah. married. You have a three-year-old and yes. Jackie, I feel like you're like, Sex in the City. Yeah, like, I was going to say I, Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who, who, who I like to be? identify more as like a Charlotte Miranda hybrid because we were actually talking about this in an episode we recorded for Sound Off, which comes out next week, maybe. Um, Carrie is so toxic. And I feel like when you rewatch the show as an adult, you're like, wait, yes. you're the villain of this story. You're a yes. terrible friend. So I'd like to identify more in like the Miranda Charlotte vibe because I'm not a Samantha as much as I like would love to be in my heart of hearts. That's just not who I am in my but soul. Do you like skip everywhere in Manhattan like Carrie though? Because I feel like she never just walked. She always like trotted. Yeah, down the I, definitely, street. I definitely like to skip, give a little yeah. strut. I, I think it's fun to, I mean, that's why I love living, living in New York so much because like truly anything goes with like what you wear. So I love to just like throw on like a dress, a fur, a heel, a coat, a Person oh. just like la di da walk around and no one looks twice. It's the best. Can you do like a video of that? I would love to see that. Like a day, uh, like just you just frolicking around and like the sure. outfit of the day. <laughs> and we try to do more on music. TikTok with like outfits yes. and stuff. But yes, I will do more of like out in the city. Because like things. you have to understand, I grew up in Arizona, so I did live in New York for a while when I was modeling. But mm -hmm. it's like oh, such a dream. Like you're living the dream, you guys, being in New York and. Oh, yeah. it's so I, fun. I'm I like get to live vicariously through my single friends now. I love my husband so much and I love being married, but I love to hear dating stories. Stephanie, how long have you been married? And I'd love to hear how you met your husband. How long have I been married? I got married in 2015. Oh, so next year will be 10 years I've been married. What? Fucking crazy. Like hey, we actually just yes. said recently, we're like, it feels like five. Like it really does not feel like 10. And then when we got married, we were together for... I was, I think less than two years. I think it was a year and a half when we got married. 
So 10 years now then, right? Together. Wow. What do you do for 10 years? What is it like a diamond or gold? What do you guys do? Oh, I don't know. Do? I'm going to have to tell him though. But <laughs> Hopefully if that's it's not- diamond. Yeah. Okay. I'll take yes. diamond. Um, I'm going to look it up. Yeah. So wait, nine years will be this June. So then 10 years will be next year. But like, I guess overall- Dating included. We've been together for over a decade. Fucking crazy. Wow. wow. What's crazy. I don't know secret? how anyone's put up with me for that long. Um, <laughs> honestly, the secret is like have shitty experiences beforehand because then you right. realize how good it is when it's good. Like my husband is not jealous, not problematic. He doesn't fight. Like he is not a dick. Like, but I've had that so much with other toxic relationships, like literally made me feel guilty. Like if, if a guy hits on me, which doesn't happen often, but if a guy hits on me, my husband's, um, response is like, well, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't they hit on you? Where in the past, if a guy hit on me, it's my fault. I'm a horrible person. I should feel guilty. I'd get knots in my stomach. Like I had that toxic toxicity multiple times before him. So I feel like having those experiences, like I truly do feel like my love story, like before him and now, like all the bad stuff truly did lead to the right thing. And like, I can justify like, oh, I went through that because this had to, I don't know. I I do think too, I'm rambling, sorry, but I do think that like when you're like, well, why haven't I met the right guy yet? What, where is he? What's going on? Like, When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. He's not ready yet. He's either mm-hmm. dating someone else right now or he's moving and he's going to be closer to you in a year. So you're not supposed to meet him yet. And like my shitty relationships, like the reason why I was in them is because my husband wasn't ready yet. And like, what if I got out of that one and then ended up marrying the wrong guy? Like I'm supposed to be in this shitty relationship and get out at this exact time so that I would be ready for when my husband came along. Oh, that was that's so, so beautiful. Long. I feel like I believe in love. Resonates with me because I felt that way about my husband. And I hate to keep referencing sex in the city, but his cab light came on. <laughs> I love what does that. What does that mean? Oh, that's for- like, um, yeah. In sex in the city, they're like, men are like men just like they turn their cab light on, which is like a thing in New York. Ready. Like when you hail a cab, it's only when the light's on, you can get it. It's available. But like, it's like something that men mentally just decide like oh I'm ready to be in a long-term committed like I'm ready to grow up like I'm ready to do it and so you just have to get them like when their cab lights on when when they are available versus like if they're like if they're not ready nothing you can do you can be the right person and it's like not gonna work you know right got it it's just like the sing the single ladies will probably know that one but I Mm -hmm. my husband was working on himself before we met he's like I had to change like he was like it was a new year he had never had a serious relationship, never told a girl, I love you. And oh, wow. very similar to you, like he really had to like make some changes and was working on himself. And I remember telling myself that I was like, I'm losing hope. I'm a hopeless romantic. That's why I love The Bachelor. That's why I went on. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to just swoop in and 
get the guy from Sonoma and we were going to ride off into the sunset. Little did I know. Um, <laughs> Little I, did you know. Thanks for sharing that story. And by the way, I looked up uh, the 10 year uh, wedding anniversary guess. It says it's tin or aluminum. Ooh. I only heard diamonds actually when you were saying <laughs> yeah, that. <I'm> like, <laughs> what is tin and aluminum? Like, yeah, I don't aluminum? want that. I don't want like saran wrap, like aluminum foil. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it's okay. known for its resilience and inability to rust. Oh. I would say diamonds. So tell your husband yeah. diamonds. Yeah, I think every year it's diamonds. <laughs> yeah, randomly. So Jackie, you're single in the city. I am. I, am. I want to share some uh, dating stories. Are you currently on the market? Are you dating? Are you tempering? Um, do you do online apps? I like, like, do I have a profile? Yes. Do I swipe around every now and then? Also, yes. It's very <laughs> rare that I will like go on a date with someone from an app. I I just find that to be like a very inauthentic way to meet people. Um, and it's awkward. I, I find it hard to get excited about someone who I'm like, you're a stranger. I don't know you. I've seen four pictures of you. We've had a little talking back and forth. Um, so I'm definitely like open to things. We'll go on like a date here and there. Um, but I haven't had like a good date. I feel like in quite a while, like it's, it's really slim pickings out there, guys. I don't know how to emphasize enough, like how bad sometimes it can be. I feel like I do have very funny horror stories of just like, what is happening here? Who are these people? Um, I always talk to Olivia Caridi, who's also single in the city. And yeah, you would think yeah. you're like in this city with millions of people. Like you would think yeah. like you'd be running down to the bodega with your scarf on and you would just, you know, have a meet cute or something. We just yeah, talked also about think... meet cutes on the last yeah. episode. <laughs> I also think too, like in a post COVID world, people don't like socialize outside their circles as much anymore. Like I feel like when before COVID, I would go out with like a handful of my girlfriends and it, we would, you know, you talk to like a bunch of people and guys approach you and, you know, things happen. People exchange numbers these days. I feel like I go out with like two or three of my girlfriends and like, we don't like people don't approach other people that they don't already know which is kind of like a weird way. I think we're all just like stunted socially from the pandemic. Um, or maybe I'm just giving off bad vibes because I have been told I have like resting bitch face to such a fault. And I'm like, how do I change this? This is my face. I don't know how to be like fun, happy and approachable. But what am I supposed to do? Smile at everyone? Just be like, yes, no. standing there? <laughs> I don't know. Stephanie, what do you think? Weigh in on weigh in on the comments. Um, sound off in the comments below. I know. I mean, I was told this, that same thing though, too. Like, oh, you're unapproachable. I just, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know when I, I, don't know what that I means. Yeah. back when I did an app guys, it was match.com. Like oh. I, I wasn't like it, it wasn't Tinder and the stuff. Tinder is like only a, how old when right. I went on a dating app, I went on for a month and I feel like I may have shared this before, but I hated it too. And I hated, like, I couldn't get excited about people. Cause I was like, this is so weird. And I remember one time I gave a guy my number and then I, then I blocked him on match.com. And then he texted, cause I was like, I don't like this. I don't like this. And then he texted me and he goes, why did you just block me on that? No. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I need to get off this app. I don't know how to do this. I would rather a guy come up to me and hit on me and, and make me feel like pursued a little bit in person. The online stuff, like I couldn't do the, like, how is your day? Bullshit. That doesn't get me excited. So I can understand why like it's slow because it takes so much to finally like connect and get out. One, it's a lot of work. My experience mm -hmm. with it was like, it was so, it would get to the point like you, like where it was too overwhelming because you'd have mm -hmm. multiple conversations going on. And mm -hmm. I think yeah. in this day and age, the grass is always greener for men, especially where they get, yeah. just keep swiping. And and there's a whole documentary on like the addiction. Yes. To like, it's like gambling. That's why people get addicted yeah. to gambling because when you get a match, it's like you get this like instant like kind of endorphin. So, but how did you meet your husband? Did you meet him on match.com or- so my husband is actually um, one of seven seven siblings, and his sister was my sister's um, best friend through middle school and high school. So I always knew him as this like hot older guy that I always had a crush on. I hooked up when, with him when I was twenty one, and I always like idolized him. Like I, my sister said in our wedding speech, in like her like uh, maid of honor speech, that I said like after I first met him, I was like. I'm going to marry Russell Parker. And like, I, but I did say it, like, I really did love him, but I loved him in like a, 
idolize an older guy type of way. And then that was when I was 21. And then like seven years later, we like connected again at a better point in our lives. And that's when we started really dating. It's funny. Oh, so I've known him. Like I knew when I went to the first time I went to like Thanksgiving with his family, I knew them all already because my sister and his sister were best friends. So it wasn't like that weird first meeting. I was very much like embraced quickly because of that. So that kind of helped. Did you ever do sleepovers at the sister's house? That would be cute. No, 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 I didn't. <laughs> this is like a lifetime movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is so great. And here you are like a decade later. I loved, I love to hear that story. And it, oh. it sounds like you had your fun too. You guys weren't together since you were 21. You had your time to be single and dating. Yeah. And we both dated like, you know, different people. And I had a lot of like train wreck relationships in there as well. And yeah, now we're better for it though. And like, we have like a very healthy, it, it, it's really nice to have that after the shit, you know? I can so appreciate my husband mm -hmm. from having those bad experiences. Not all bad, but- I think that that's the beauty of it. And yeah. going back to the dating and back in the day at Match.com, remember misconnections on Craigslist? That was a thing on the oh. West Coast. Yes. I used when I was single, I would log on to Craigslist and I would be like, I wonder if anybody had a misconnection with me. Uh, oh my God. Spoiler alert. I never found one. <laughs> <laughs> so I would love to hear your worst date experience. If you can think of anything top of mind. Um, let's see. Let's see. My a recent worst date experience, um, we met, it was just like for drinks, maybe appetizers moment. We met, he immediately got on a phone call while we were like sitting there and then was like having like a full blown conversation while I like sit silently. And then at one point he's like, oh yeah, like I'll meet up with you later. Oh yeah. Who am I with? Oh yeah. Just a friend. And I'm like, okay, this is already like going so badly. Um, and then I was like asking him what he did for work and he was like private equity or something. Of course, in New York, they always say like something financy like that, but then like would talk down to me as if like, I couldn't possibly understand what private equity is. And then Ugh, gross. Um, I'd be like, check point, please. Yeah. And he was like saying at one point with like the private equity stuff, he talks to people in government in order to get like funding for things. And I, and he was like, yeah. So, you know, like, I know like a lot of like senators and stuff. And I was like, oh, like which ones? He was like, mm, like, you don't know. As if I like don't know what senators are. I'm like, excuse me. I'm like a functioning member of our political process. Of course I know our New York senators. Um, And yeah, then we just like... <laughs> It was just very awkward of like, oh, do you, what do you like do for fun? I would like say the things I enjoy. Like I love seeing shows and theater and that, you know, I have my dog and he's like, oh, well, like I hate dogs. It's like, okay, yeah. cool. He's like, All right, let's just stop um, this now. You're like, work yeah, with it me. was work just with like, me. right. And it got to a point. So like, this was when the weather was warmer. So we were sitting outside and, um, some homeless man starts walking by and kind of like, you know, trying to talk to the people who are sitting at the tables outside. And so we're both like, oh, like, should we move tables? Okay. Like, yeah. So we moved. So that was nice that he was like, oh yeah, let me grab your bag. Like, let's move to another table. We moved to another table. We sit down and we're both just like, and I'm like, we don't have to keep doing this. Should we just go? And he was like, did you say yeah. that? <laughs> yes. I literally was like, we don't have to keep doing this. Like we're fine. And he's like, yeah, I think that's for the best. Um, I was like, I can pay my part too. Like it's fine. We're going to yeah, part ways. He's touch. like, no, fine. He did. He paid for it, which was fine. It was like, you know, drinks Good. or whatever. Um, and then we went our separate ways and no one ever spoke again. I was immediately unmatched. And I think that was for the best. And yeah. so it's just like, you meet these people who like you think are normal. Like I think on the apps and stuff, like he was putting in more like effort to like ask, like, questions that made good conversation. Like I thought maybe in person that would be the same. And you, they're just like horrible. Ugh. I feel like so, coffee meetup. I, you know what I say is like do a FaceTime before I always tell my single girlfriends yeah. that do a FaceTime before you even go get dolled so up. So true. I know. You don't get waste excited. your time. And okay, Stephanie, can you remember uh, any bad dates? I know you've talked uh, about it a little bit on she's all batch. Yeah. Not a ton though. Um, yes, I absolutely can <laughs> because Okay. One, a guy was, this is also in New York City. Um, so this guy like took me to a show in New York City and he said that like he wanted to smuggle alcohol into the show. And I was like, 
uh, okay. And this was like, I mean, it's obviously over 10 years ago. So I didn't care. I was like, okay, go for it. And he tells, he proceeds to tell me that he um, taped the bottle of alcohol to his sack, literally said, I taped it to my sack. And I was like, well, like, do you, first of all, why are you saying that? Why are you Ew. telling me? Like, why did you tape it to your sack? Why are you using that word? I was so turned off. And then I just like, you know, had to, we were in a show. So I had to go through, like, finish the show. So I proceed to like, I didn't drink his sack, his, his sack <laughs> vodka. I think I got like drinks <laughs> elsewhere. And I'm like chugging drinks. I'm like, I need to just get drunk. Maybe if I just get drunk, then I'll feel better about this. So I'm trying to get drunk. And I swear to you this night, no matter how much alcohol I drank, I couldn't get drunk. Like I was trying oh, to just like the worst blurry and it wasn't <laughs> happening because I vividly remember walking down the street in New York City afterwards and he was trying to be funny. I Guys, I you're not prepared for this. We a random couple passes us and he gets on all fours and starts barking at them to be funny. Like I think he was trying to make me laugh and be like, oh my God, you're what? I think he was trying to embarrass me, like in a cheeky way. <gasps> like as someone's passing, I'm gonna do something weird to make you feel weird. And I was like, dude, like I need to go home. And I was in New York City and I don't live there. I live on Long Island. So I had to then take a train for like oh an God. hour and a half with this guy that I had no interest in. <sighs> Oh my god! So yes, I do have bad dating stories. That Courtney. is Thank you for so asking. It's a wild cringy. one. <laughs> Go hug your husband after this. I right? mean, it's kind of fun to relive those, though. You need a page out of Jackie's book to be like, we don't need to keep doing this. Like, yeah. I'm gonna get right. like, the next station. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in my case, I couldn't. We were going back to the same place. Like, yeah, how do terrible. I say in the middle of the show, like, I need to go? I don't want to like drink vodka that was taped to your sack. That's weird. <laughs> It's, it's so also so weird to me weird. to like smuggle in alcohol to a place that sells alcohol. Like, <laughs> no, I think it was purposeful. I think it was because he right, didn't want to save money. Right. But it's like, dude, <laughs> listen, the purse strings are taking me on a date. Like, come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, can I? I actually have another one. There was a guy that I went on a date with, you know, wasn't really feeling it but whatever he I, I too get very drunk I was again trying to like make him yeah. blurry and just enjoy the date so I got I, this one I actually got very drunk apparently when we were drunk he told me that the next day he was getting veneers I was drunk I don't remember I black out I wake up the next morning to a freaking picture of his teeth up close and personal <laughs> and I have no context I'm like why I was so skeeved out. I was like, why is this guy sending sending me a picture of his teeth? Like I just went on a date with him last night. And then obviously never talked to him again after that. Blank but. tape. You're like, oh, are you happy about our date? Oh, the yeah. blank the blank tape is the worst, but sometimes maybe it is for the best. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing. That is amazing. I have so many. We could do a whole segment on bad dates. Oh, maybe you guys could do that in, on your uh, sound off that. in the comments. I just yes. think it's so well, you should bring you on so you can talk about hey. them. Yeah. Oh, anytime. But why don't we get in the hot seat? What do you guys think? Yes. <laughs> My buns are toasty. They're crispy. Chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hot seat. Um, my questions for you guys are, you guys are obviously major Bachelor fans. If you had a hall pass, who would it be? I feel like I kind of know because I listen, <laughs> but I would love. Oh, yes. Jackie, you don't need a hall pass. Stephanie? Yes, I feel in like. In Bachelor Nation. Yes. if I mean, easy. Well, two. Top two. If, <laughs> listeners of the podcast would know. Chris Souls and Blake Moines. All day. Every oh, day. Oh, yeah. That's obvious for you. Um. <laughs> I think mine are Tyler Cameron and then a deep cut, John Paul Jones. I oh, think yes. he's so cute and funny and just like, I actually think we'd get along. He seems kind of like a, like he'd be romantic too. Like he just, yeah. like, just Remember like put him in your he, pocket. Like, did a little like poem for Tasha in Paradise because he was so into her. See, I need that kind of like yeah. showmanship. I liked Chris Souls, by the way. I like yeah. when I was very single. I was like, could I live on a farm in uh, Iowa? Like, <laughs> did I, you ever reach out? I don't think I did. Um, but because I really thought about it and I was like, I don't know if I'd be happy out there. I really wanted to settle down and get married. And I mean, he seems you guys have had him on the podcast. He seems mm -hmm. like such a stand up guy. And oh, he's you know, so nice. I was so he, confused yeah. when he was like willing to come on. He came on our show twice. Yeah. And I was like, dude, like this guy has not talked in the media right. for, I, I don't know, 10 years. It's been quite a while. So yeah. 
he, he's really nice. I feel like you're so his type too, Courtney. Like he probably would have loved if you slid in his DMs. I was like, what would I do on the farm all day? Uh, and then Victoria Fuller and him dated, which I thought was like, I don't know, I think it was like a COVID relationship. And I kind of like was like, that's good for her. Like he just, he's hot. I mean, he's um, super hot. But you yeah. have to be okay with like like living on the farm. Pairing, though. Right. Like, and I don't think she is the type of person who would thrive on a farm. No, she's like, I think no, it's something she, you want to visit. I wouldn't thrive on the farm either. No, I think so. it's something you want to visit and hang out with him there, but then be like, okay, can we go like somewhere else now? And like, unfortunately, because of his job, he can't. Yeah. Mm. Remember that season though, like with Brit? Did yes. you watch his season? Yeah. And they were like, Brit's Brit's too pretty to go on the farm. Like they, uh, that was like <laughs> everyone's critique of her. Like she likes makeup, so she'll never survive on the farm. It's so funny. Throw your hair up in a top knot. And by the way, mine would be Tyler Cameron too. Ooh. Oh yeah. I mean. Wait, I can love- I ask you a hot seat question? Yeah, heck yeah. I know you don't want to talk about Ari, so I'm just going to – obviously, we know that you've, like, hooked up – the people that we have know we know you've hooked up with in Bachelor Nation. Is there anyone from Bachelor Nation that you've hooked up with that we don't know about? <clears throat> Probably, yes. Uh, <laughs> there was somebody that I didn't because he got, like, white girl wasted at my house and spilled, like, a whole bottle of wine on my couch. Who? Uh, pe- people wouldn't really know who he is. Um, his name was Jesse – God, what's his name? He was- with a K? With a K, I think. With like a CK, C. yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it, but He's I know who you're talking about. Adorable. So he ended up sleeping over. He was way too drunk to drive home. And, mm-hmm. but yeah, there was no hanky panky. I was just like, I just thought he was so cute. I had a crush on him. And I think I reached yeah. out to him on Facebook. Um, and then I will say, Brooks Forrester, before he went on Paradise, flew to LA. He reached out to a mutual friend who was a producer and was like, you know, I have a crush on Courtney. And before I go down to paradise, I want to meet her. And he was like, are you going on? And I was, I was in talks to do it, but ultimately decided not to. He was like, really, I'm only going to do it if I can get the money that I want. Like, cause you can negotiate the pay. Yeah. And so he flew to LA. I picked him up from the airport and he stayed at my place for like two nights and we got to know each other. We went on dates. We went down to the beach. I was like surprised that nobody took pictures of us. And it wasn't really like a match. Like it wasn't like really, it was weird too. Cause it was like, I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, are you going to go on paradise? Like, how is this right, going? This is like, weird. feels like a lot of pressure on me. Like you're deciding to do the show if like this goes well for us. But I kind of sense that he wanted me to do the show. And it was like a pregame, like <gasps> we'll already have like a connection. Mm-hmm. So when I, and then he ended up like leaving, he went back, I think to Utah and then wrote me a few days later and was like, yeah, I got the money that I wanted. I'm doing the show. And so that was just like kind of it. Um, but we had a great time. He's a nice guy. He's a little uh, yeah. uh, eccentric. I don't know if that's the right word, but he was, he was kind of out there for me. And yeah, but he was cute. He's really cute. Wait, I'm curious what the money was that he got because they paid like dirt for Bachelor in Paradise. But they pay some people a lot. That yeah, but even the most we've ever heard. Yeah, but like Michael A was the most we've ever heard, and that was like thirty five thousand. Before him, though, the highest we heard was like twenty thousand. Twenty. Yeah. Or well, then I think most you can negotiate. So I think it's either you get paid per ever like episode, or you can get mm-hmm. like a lump sum. And I yeah, want right. to say he got a lump sum because they brought him in at the end, and he went on a date with Sarah Heron. But I think he said I I want to say don't quote me on this, but it was around ten thousand. Yeah, I feel like for being on ABC, though, and like, I don't know, I don't think he lasted that long, right? He was at the end. Exactly. So I think he went for the lump sum. And in that case, then like, that's probably good. But I think, you know, for the others, you're getting 10,000 and it's for the whole season. They're using a lot of you and getting making a lot of money off of you. They should pay more for paradise. I I agree. You know, I was like having those talks, too. And it was like this or that. But um yeah but uh that's that's I have a couple probably a couple more but and people are always like Courtney but I'm like I was single for like a long time so wait what did they offer you for paradise I think it was I want to say it was something like 750 per episode oh in in that will in that will for what they would Mm -hmm. typically offer yeah I love it I feel like we could chat with you literally for like four hours it's just and we should Yes. Oh my gosh, it's been so fun chatting with you girls. I could do this all day long and I'm I mad at myself. I had so much more I wanted to talk to you about, like the Nick Vile of it all and the Bachelor dish of it all. But oh my God, I just, same. Uh, 
oh, like Clayton just went on the vile files and I just, there's so much to cover with you guys. I would love to have you back for a part two if you're down. Yes. Yes. Let's do it. No, there's so much we need to, so much more we need to get into more hot seat questions for you too, Courtney. Okay. Let's get toasty. And okay. Okay. So there's going to be a part two of this, but I'm glad to hear your backstory and connect. Okay. Where can everybody find your hand? Um, so you can follow me, Stephanie at she's all batch across platforms. Jackie is at Jackie Maroney underscore, and you can listen to she's all batch anywhere you get your podcasts, like Spotify, um, Apple, Google. I don't know if anyone listens other than Spotify and Apple. I feel like those are the two popular ones. And now, like we talked about up top, we have a new segment called Sound Off in the Comments Below, where we are doing more like broader pop culture topics. So definitely submit a topic if you want us to sound off. I'm going to be sounding off. Look for me in the comments. I will. Thanks for hopping on After Reality. We'll do a part two. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. This is so fun. Bye. All right, that's our show. Thanks for stopping by. And a huge thanks to Jackie and Stephanie. I love them. They have been so encouraging along the way with me starting After Reality. I love the community that we have all built and hearing from you guys. I did go on a lot of Noelle's podcast last week if you missed it. And I really uh, opened up and shared something that was very personal to me. And I have received so many kind messages. I've seen them all. I'm still trying to respond. But thank you. When the time is right, when I feel ready, I will talk about it here. But for now, uh, I've got a couple really great episodes coming your way. So stay tuned for that. And uh, thank you for listening to her on my podcast as well. We hit the charts, you guys. So it's growing. And if you could please rate, review, and subscribe, I would love you forever. Until next time, I'm your host, Courtney Robertson, and this has been After Reality. 